Welcome to Excel Boats on the X Podcast, powered by Mud Buddy Motors. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. The only podcast to bring you insights on the world of hunting, fishing, and boating. With your host, J. Paul Jackson. You don't say much, do you? Now, load up and side in. This is On the X. Welcome to the Excel Boats On the X Podcast, powered by Mud Buddy Motors. I'm your host, J. Paul Jackson, and today I'm joined by the illustrious Jason Croxford from our own marketing department out in West Jordan, Utah. Good to have Jason with us today, filling in for my buddy Rocky LaFleur, and also we have the beautiful, talented, and extraordinarily charming newest addition to our pro staff, Jeff, no, no, wait, I'm sorry, Sophie Swain <laughs> here with us today, and she really is beautiful and charming. Sophie, great to have you with us, girl. How you doing? Good, Jay Paul. Thank you so much. I am happy to be on with y'all, and so, so happy to also be a part of the Excel Boats and Mud Buddy Motor team. Well, I sure know we're pumped up over here about it. I mean, everyone's just going crazy for it, and we're, we're excited to have you on, right? Definitely, definitely. And, and for those of you out there in our listening audience who don't know her, um, actually, you probably do. You may not even realize it. Um, Sophie is a true outdoors woman, which is really cool. She doesn't just talk the talk. She definitely walks the walk, uh, both fishing and as a huntress. But she is also somewhat of a uh, Instagram social media celebrity. Sophie, the last I looked yesterday, you have 182,000 followers on Instagram, and it looks like it's growing like crazy every single day. Yes, actually, to correct you, it's at 183,000 as of this morning. <laughs> wow. Man, that is at, it will be at 184 in an hour. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Wishful thinking, right? <laughs> well, I know you're growing great. And I think part of the reason that you are growing so fast in this industry is because, you know, you're the real deal. And guys, I can tell you, um, it's just a coincidence that I have known Sophie's family forever. And uh, Sophie's one of four girls. Uh, her dad, Randall, like me, didn't have any sons. I've got three daughters and no boys. So I'm pretty much assuming, Sophie, that uh, yeah, you pretty much were, hey, his hunting buddy from the get-go. Oh, absolutely. Um, from the time that I was, you know, a little girl before I can remember, I've got pictures of me with, you know, the deer that my dad came home with in the morning. And one of my favorite things, if I wasn't out hunting with him, because, you know, sometimes he couldn't get me to be too quiet when I was younger. So he liked to wait until after he went out and got it himself and brought it back home to me. You know, he'd get me to come and help him clean it, you know, help him prepare it and everything. And that was one of my favorite things growing up was just getting to connect with my dad and do something that my dad loved to do so much. Wow. You know, I talked to Randall just the other day and he told me that he said there were mornings when, you know, being a little girl, sometimes he'd get up really early and he wouldn't even want to wake you up, particularly if you'd been up playing with your sisters late the night before. But when he would kill a deer, he would actually call you to come out to the field and, and help him field dress it. And if he didn't do that, you'd get pissed off because he <laughs> went on and cleaned the deer without you. Is that true? 
Oh yes, that was my that was my favorite part. You know, like I said, if there was actually days where if I did go hunt with him, he would bring um, peppermint patties, and every couple minutes that I was quiet, that would be my my um, you know reward for being quiet. But on the days that you know he he didn't wake me up, he would always call me, and I can't tell you how many pictures I've got of me you know still in my pajamas from the night before, you know, hands bloody with a knife in my hand helping him clean it. It was just one of the things, like I said, that we I don't think my other sisters liked that part as much as I did, but I just you know, love to do it. And it was one of those things, like I said, that we just always got to bond over. And you're right. I would get so upset with him if he did it without me, because that was our thing that we always did. (laughs) (laughs) And it's really, really cool. Well, now the other thing that's pretty unique about you, Sophie, or at least I think is, and I think it's really cool is uh, you didn't really like your sisters take a traditional route when it came to higher education. Tell us uh, a little bit about where you're in school. And uh, I mean, you're 23 years old, for lack of a better word, what you've wanted to be when you grow up and, and how you're getting there. Um, so, you know, when I was younger, I always, you know, just like every other little girl, I thought, oh, I want to be a veterinarian, you know, I want to be a movie star, all of this, but I never really knew what I wanted to do. And for a couple of years, I was dead set on actually having, pursuing a career in um, riding horses. You know, that was my big passion growing up was if I wasn't hunting or fishing with my dad, I was riding my horses. And for years, that's what I wanted to do. And then, you know, after a while, everybody told you, you know, the only way to become a millionaire riding horses is if you're already a billionaire. So I decided, you know, maybe that wasn't the best bet, but my mom actually came to me one day, you know, we were kind of talking about my future, what I was going to do. And she said, you know, what about gunsmithing? And I was like, gunsmithing, you know, that's not even something I've ever, I mean, that thought's never even crossed my mind. And she was like, well, you know, I mean, you've, you've grown up around guns, you've grown up hunting, you've grown up, you know, playing with guns and everything. What if you took it to the next level and pursued a career? So um, it really, really sparked my interest instantly. And I did my research. And basically two weeks later, I moved 12 hours away to North Carolina and I started my career in gunsmithing. Um, I've been there for about a year and a half now. And it was the probably the most impulse decision I've ever made, but also the best decision that I've made thus far in my 23 years. So my question for you is, when you go to school for gunsmithing, how many years do you go for, you know? Um, It is a two-year program. When I finish, I will have an associate's degree in gunsmithing. Um, I'm going to stay an extra probably semester or so just because I have some classes that didn't transfer over. But also, there's some extra classes that I want to take that aren't necessarily included in the gunsmithing program. Um, I would like to do a welding class just to have that under my belt. There's also um, a couple CNC classes that they take that I plan on taking at least one of those just so I can be somewhat familiar with it. Just because, you know, being in this industry, I really don't know exactly what I'll do when I graduate. I'm not sure if it will be gunsmithing or what, but I'd like to have a little bit of everything under my belt just so I'm familiar with all of it. And, you know, if I have a certain job opportunity, I have all of that stuff that, you know, I'm able to do and can basically use in the future. Yeah. I mean, just hands down, you got to be all American. That's all I can (laughs) crap. Well, I appreciate it. You know, it, it's funny because basically it all is, you know, my, my dad, the way that my dad raised me um, to love the outdoors, my dad and my grandfather as well. Um, you know, we grew up on a 300 acre farm. So that was all we did. You know, we were hunting, we were fishing, we were riding four-wheelers, riding horses, you know, no matter what, I'd say 90% of my childhood childhood was spent in the outdoors. 
And, you know, it's, it's funny for so long, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And then as I got older, I, I kind of took myself back to my childhood and remembered how happy being in the outdoors made me. And, you know, the fact that with gunsmithing, you know, like I said, I'm not sure what I will do with it, but I know that I want it to be in, you know, this industry, in the outdoor industry. Um, and so it's just great knowing that I have such a great past from it and that my dad taught me you know, everything that I need to know and so much more that he's still teaching me, you know, when I go home and when I visit over, you know, vacation and everything. Yeah. Um, so wow. you, you are actually sponsored by a couple of gun companies. Is that correct? Um, I'm sponsored by Beretta actually. Um, it's funny. That was one of my first big sponsors and I thought that the email was a joke. Um, <laughs> I totally did not think it was real. It was last, uh, around Thanksgiving. And, you know, I open up my email and have an email, you know, ask, basically saying, you know, hey, we follow you on Instagram. You know, we see that you're in gunsmithing school and we see what you're doing. And I mean, I was I was so surprised. and was like, this can't be real. You know, like there's there's no way that this is real. This is somebody just pulling my leg. And, you know, I, I did my research and was like, oh, my gosh, this this is legit. And it was just I mean, it was really, really humbling because it was like, wow, you know, I can't believe I have a company as great and, you know, as, as prestigious as Beretta looking at me and, you know, wanting me to represent their company. No doubt. Wow, that is really, really impressive. And uh, now somebody told me this also, you just said that your mom, you know, brought up gunsmithing, but from what I understand, that is partly because you'd said, you know, I want to, to maybe do some kind of trade. And, and actually, you had first thought maybe it'd be cool to become a diesel mechanic. Is that true? That, that is very true. Um, you know, the way that actually it happened, my mom travels a lot for work and she was driving to Arkansas one day and said, you know, Sophie, do you want to just go with me? You know, let's have a mother daughter day, spend some time together. So I'm like, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we go and we end up going to lunch. And like I said before, we were kind of talking about, you know, future and what I was planning on doing. And, um, I had had a friend that I followed on Instagram actually, who was a diesel mechanic and, you know, she seemed to love it. And, I've, I've always been, you know, one of the girls that wasn't the girly girl that wasn't into, you know, what everybody else was doing. And so the idea of that was really, really cool. So my mom and I came up with that. Um, you know, she brought up the gunsmithing and both things. But, you know, with the diesel mechanic, there was a school right down the street from me, you know, local that, that had it. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to look into it. I actually went to the school by myself, um, you know, talked to them, did a little tour and everything. And I had all the information so that I could present it to my dad and say, you know, this is, this is one of my plans. This is what I want to do. So I did all of that and I go to his house and I say, you know, I have exciting news for you. I sit down him and my stepmom and I'm like, I want to go to do some mechanic school. My dad said, no. He said, absolutely not. And just totally, <laughs> shut, he totally shut me down. And he said, you're going to hate that. That is not something you're going to want to do. You know, you might say, think that you want to do it now, but you're not going to. And I said, you know, we got to talking about it. And I said, well, you know, mom also brought up gunsmithing. He said, well, hey, wait a second. And, you know, he was like, well, that's, that's a good idea. And I was like, yeah, you know, I had kind of thought about it too, but didn't know too much about it. So he was like, look, let's do some research. So there's actually um, a guy that lives right down the street from us who is a um, gunsmith. And he said, hey, let's, let's go talk to him. You know, let's go see what he has to say. So we went and talked to him and, you know, kind of learned a little bit more about it, what he, you know, had to do, basically how he got where he got and everything. And 
from then, you know, we were both like, okay, maybe this is right. And like I said, we, we did some research, um, looked up schools. There's only 10 gunsmithing schools in the United States. So they're very far and few between. Um, so we didn't have too, too many options. And we had decided on one in North Carolina. Um, and my dad was like, you know, I want to, I want to see this place. If my daughter's going to move 12 hours away, you know, I want to see it. So that week we up and moved, you know, drove 12 hours to North Carolina met my teacher and then that same day drove, you know, back 12 hours and a week Holy later is when I moved, you know, got my apartment and my mom actually was the one that moved me up there. And, you know, that week I started school. That's amazing. Wow. That is, that's a great yeah. story. And you know, the thing is, I mean, there for you, I know from talking to you and of course last weekend, Sophie and I were both at the national wild Turkey Federation convention at the Gaylord Opryland in Nashville. And that was a, humbling experience in itself walking around the floor with Sophie because you know I did <laughs> network outdoor television for seven years and for every one person that came up and wanted a selfie with me there were at least two maybe three that were like oh you're Sophie Swaney I follow you on Instagram let's see what you're doing with guns and you're hunting and it's so cool can I get a picture but where I was going with that was you know I know from being around you and talking to you I mean, this wasn't like it was just some kind of whim, you know, oh, you know, okay, mom, you think gunsmithing would be cool. You, you vetted it and you'd always been around guns. And I know now you're building uh, a couple of guns right now and you've really, really immersed yourself in it. So it seems like to me it has been, you know, a great fit. Would that be accurate? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, when I, when she said it at first, you know, it's kind of one of those things that like, okay, you know, this, this could be something cool. And then the more I talked about it and the more I looked into it, I, I slowly was like, you know, I, I really want to do this. This is really something that is interesting me and that I think would, you know, be a great pick for me. And I absolutely love it. Um, you know, like I said earlier, probably one of the best decisions I ever made was leaving Memphis, going up to North Carolina and starting school. Um, I don't feel like I'm in school at all. I mean, I enjoy every single day that I go. It's so much fun, but I also love, you know, I mean, I, I, I like what I'm learning so that it makes it that much better. You know, it just makes it that much easier. And recently I actually have gotten um, teamed up with uh, Brownells and have gotten sponsored by them. So they are sponsoring one of, uh, I'm actually doing a Remington 700 build right now. They have sponsored that. And that has been one of the most amazing experiences ever because I'm, you know, basically from the ground up building this rifle for myself. Um, obviously with the help from my teachers, you know, I'm still in school. So still have quite a bit that I need, you know, help with and can't do on my own, but it's just been great getting to do this on my own. And, you know, the fact that when I finish, I will have this gun that I completely built by myself. And um, it's, it's just a really, really cool experience, but it's also great because technically this is me in school and I'm learning this, you know, for school, which this is something that most people I feel like just do as a hobby. So it's, it's been great to me to realize that I can turn something that I love so much into a career. No, that's amazing. Um, I do have to jump to something though, um, real quick here. Sorry, Jay Paul. How was the NWT, uh, the Wildlife Turkey Federation. How was NWTF? It? I heard you get tongue tied there. I'll help you out. <laughs> sure, brother. A little love there. <laughs> It was great. We had so, so much fun. Um, you know, I finally, I've talked to Jay Paul for the last, you know, two months, it seems like almost every single day constantly. So it was finally great to get to see him in person, you know, get to talk to each other. And, you know, don't let him fool you. He had plenty of people coming up, you know, asking for pictures of him and, you know, loving seeing, you know, they hadn't seen Jay Paul in forever. So it was really, really great. I feel like for both of us, just because we both got to meet a lot of new people, but then also 
seeing, you know, old friends and everything. But one of the favorites for me was that that was actually my first trade show. Um, I had never done any kind of trade show or anything like that before. So it was kind of like you said, very, very humbling, but also very surprising because, you know, I, I guess I didn't really realize how many people, you know, would be coming up and, you know, you recognize me from Instagram and, you know, basically asking me about my builds or anything like that. So it was, it was really great getting to connect with all these people that have a common passion and, you know, share a passion for the same thing that you do. No, definitely, definitely. And I, I was following you guys, you and Jay Paul on Instagram, kind of watching it, and I was jealous. I'm telling you what, you guys, <laughs> you guys were hitting it. And I know, too, with Jay Paul, because me and him talk every day, and I swear every time I talk to him on the phone, it's A, we're playing tag. It's it can't talk to each other. B, I call him, and he's got 15 calls coming in while I'm trying to get 30 minutes with the guy. <laughs> I do lead a pretty dead gum busy life, but you know yeah. what? That's a blessing. I'll tell you what, I got time to sleep when I'm dead. And, and uh, <laughs> but, you know, it was, it was a lot of fun. Like Sophie said, we had a great time there. It was funny because there were a lot of industry people that as the newest member of our pro staff, I wanted to introduce Sophie too. And, you know, we would walk up and I'd introduce them. And before I could even finish the introduction, they'd be wait already follow you on Instagram. I know who you are. And, you know, we spent some time uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about Excel and my buddy and folks who pay the bills before we're done here. But we spent some time with, you know, some other folks uh, over at Abo Outdoors and the guys, you know, was, so he was a huge hit there. And my buddy Dexter Roberts, uh, may know him from American Idol. He was um, one of the top five or six a few years ago. Um, Dexter came over and <clears throat> wanted to get to be sure and meet Sophie and uh, sang a little bit there at Abo Outdoors and several other folks when we first walked up to the booth just kind of filled up with folks coming over to see both of us but mostly Sophie and we went by um, Jeb's Chokes, Jeb's Precision Choke Tubes, Bobby yeah. and Trey Sears, great people from Georgia making a, a great product. Can't wait to get some of the tubes to you Jason and Dave oh. Oh yeah, when you know they're really excited about working with us here at Excel and Mud Buddy some, and but Sophie was the big hit there. I mean, of course she's you know in the gunsmith trade, and uh, everybody wanted to talk to her and find out what she shoots hunting and what she hunts. And you know Bobby loaded her down with tubes for all of her guns before we <laughs> left there, and ran into our buddy Ryan Bassam who's been here on the show with us before. You know the waterfowl segment manager for Sitka. And uh, Ryan already has been following and actually commenting on Sophie for a while. So that was a natural marriage and, you know, made it really easy too. Sophie's got a new Bay Pro coming from us that she's going to be fishing out of. And I'm going to be going over. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> yeah, you're excited, aren't you, girl? Oh, I am so excited about that. I cannot tell y'all, man, that is a dream come true that I just cannot wait to see and, you know, get to experience. And, I mean, I've heard so many great things about, you know, Excel Boats, Mud Buddy Motors that I'm excited to finally get to experience it myself and really see, you know, how great of a company it is and all that. And I remember too, Sophie, the first time we were talking on the phone, um, you know, we were talking about how you were in a canoe in the water one time or something and an alligator, <laughs> right? Yes, actually, you know, uh, when I, since I moved to North Carolina, um, I'm right on the East Coast. I'm about 20 minutes from the ocean. 
So um, we, you know, I didn't realize that there's quite a bit of alligators here uh, where I live in North Carolina. And I'm not used to alligators. You know, back home in Memphis, Tennessee, we did not have alligators. That was not anything we ever had to worry about. So when I moved here, um, you know, I got canoe. or I mean, I got a kayak, you know, because everybody said, oh, you're going to love kayaking. You know, it's great. There's so many rivers, you know, everything. So I'm like, oh, this is going to be awesome. And we uh, would always go to this one little pond, you know, probably about 15 acre little pond and it had two trees right in the middle of the pond and so you know we put in there and I'm like oh yeah there's going to be a big old bass right in between those two trees so I you know slowly work my way up there and I'm probably about 10 feet away and I see this log right in between them and I'm like I know that there's going to be a bass under there so I cast and right when I cast next to it the log goes down and then the log comes back up and the log has eyes on it. <laughs> just about I mean I had a little mini mental breakdown you know I'm trying to control myself I you know throw my pole down in my lap I grab my paddle and I just paddle backwards as fast as I could and I said all right that's it you know this is I can't do this anymore and somebody had told me oh yeah you know the alligators they'll smack your uh your kayak with their tail trying to knock you over and I'm like yep I I can't do this anymore you know this is this is not for me like y'all y'all can you know risk it but it is not worth getting eaten by an alligator for me to catch fish <laughs> can you zip in your pants <laughs> um, you, you, we'll keep that one off the record but you know you can imagine that, that's just, <laughs> it was, that it was would, not a fun experience if that was me I would be rowing back backwards throwing my pants out like let's just put it that way it would not be good <laughs> it was it was not very fun and you know of course everybody's like what's wrong what's wrong and I'm like we have to leave you know like we have to leave right now we're never coming back here let's get out of here no looking back <laughs> the, the plus side about a mutt you know uh, Excel Bow and Mutt Buddy you know that the only thing you're gonna have to worry about is that mud Buddy cutting that gator tail off <laughs> exactly <laughs> and let me tell you that's something I do not have a problem with I am not worried about that at all <laughs> See, and I'm just the opposite. If I'd have been there, heck, I'd have been trying to jump in and catch the alligator. I'd have been excited about this, you know. That's that's a that is that's the difference between you and me. I am trying to keep all my limbs to myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. He he just wanted to say hello. It wasn't gonna, no, he know. just wanted to say hi, you know, just scare me half to death really quick. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about it. Um and we're going to be doing some fishing together uh, this spring. I know that we're working on a bow fishing trip uh, right now. By the way, um, in the bow fishing world, we at Excel are not really well known yet. And that's all yeah. I can say, or I'll have to kill you. But, uh, <laughs> keep your eyes peeled because some, if you're a bow fisherman, we got some exciting stuff coming up. I know Sophie and I are going to be making a trip to LA lower Alabama later this spring to do a little uh bow fishing and also um you're training your own dog right now you've got a chocolate lab right yes correct her name is Benelli she is uh, about a year and a half old and uh, I actually got her last Christmas to be my duck dog awesome. now speaking of duck hunting so if you're out duck hunting and we ask this question to guests on the show a lot, so you're not alone in this. So if you're out duck hunting and, and I'm wanting a snack and I start pillaging through your blind bag, what am I going to find in there for a snack? Anything? Um, you're going to find beef jerky. You're going to find Belvita breakfast bars. And then you will probably find maybe, actually, you know, you'll find blueberry applesauce. That is one of my go-to things, and I have my friends make fun of me all the time, but I love blueberry applesauce, and I always have a packet on me all the time. 
that's like a that's like a mom right there, you know. If I ever have my kids around, I'm like, give me an applesauce. Let me get them. <laughs> yeah, me an applesauce. That's what you know. And I take them to school with me all the time. So people at school are always like, did you forget your applesauce today? Like, <laughs> no, I decided I didn't want one today. <laughs> hey, so that is that is actually one thing you will always find. Yeah, and it's it's sugar free too. So it, I feel I don't feel guilty about it. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're healthier than me. I'll tell you what. You reach in my bag, you're gonna pull out a camp chef, some steaks, some bacon, eggs. It's gonna look like a fat boy just living in a bag. <laughs> well, you know what? I, that is, I'll be honest. Some some mornings I would much rather have that than my blueberry applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> well, honey, you're doing just fine maintaining your figure. That's not a problem at all. I'll tell you. And maybe the applesauce is the key. Heck, you know what, Jason? Maybe you and I ought to get some blueberry applesauce, and we can maintain our girlish. Oh. <laughs> get, get yourselves on that blueberry applesauce diet, y'all. I'm telling you. I would have to deep fry mine, though. Yeah. <laughs> now, I've never tried that. Maybe that'll be something we'll have to try out in the future. Some deep fried blueberry applesauce sounds pretty, pretty interesting. I'll tell you what. A deep fried Twinkie is the best. <laughs> they are good. Oh, okay, I'll be honest. I've never had one of those. I've heard so much about them, but I have never actually tried one myself. Oh, it's good. I think who was it? Rocky J. Paul that was talking about that on one of our other podcasts. Oh yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, in Rocky, Rocky is totally po'd right now too. He's on a rant because you know we were talking about the cupcakes also, and you know you've noticed there's been a trend over the last several years where the the filling the creamy white filling in the cupcake it must be more expensive than the rest of the cupcake because they're putting yeah. less and less in it and uh i'll tell you that's really really got rocky fired up <laughs> for me the, the most unhealthful thing that i've ever ate and and i love it and we do it a lot there's nothing like taking that uh yeah in my duck wine we've got always a uh camp chef deluxe oven and it's a great little gas fired oven you can bake anything you want in it from biscuits to cinnamon rolls to you know roasting a duck while you're out there hunting if you want to and then it's got two burners on top and uh, of course I cook in camp chef cast iron all the time one of my favorite things is takes butter with me and a bunch of frosted hostess honey buns and you take one of those honey buns and you melt up some butter in that cast iron skillet on, on the cooktop there, and you do a butter fried uh, hostess honey bun. Oh, man. That sounds like a, uh, oh, my goodness. That sounds like diabetes, but sounds pretty, pretty <laughs> good, too. It's delicious. That's the only time I'd have a heart attack and be happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's delicious, but you can feel your arteries hardening with every single bite that you take. <laughs> Man, when you're cold in a duck blind, that hot fried honey bun right off that camp chef stove is pretty doggone good stuff. And, and I'll make you one. I know you probably won't eat the whole thing, Sophie, but while we're duck hunting this year, I'll at least force a couple of bites down you. Yeah. Well, then, you know what? We'll, we'll do a trade one day. I'll bring you some applesauce and you can fry me up a, twin, <laughs> or a, a fried honey bun. <laughs> You got it. You got it. Well, guys, we're getting ready to go ahead, Jason. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I'm just laughing. I find it hilarious. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, we're running down, but I got to ask you, too. So, you know, when I first talked to Sophie and we started working this stuff out with Excel and Mud Buddy and let her know we wanted her on our team, um, we talked about hunting and fishing and, you know, we came upon the fact that she fishes a whole lot, particularly in the spring and summer, both at home and back in West Tennessee. And 
um, I, I run a 20 foot Bay Pro, the Bay Pro 203, and she loves that. And so she's like, yeah, I want a Bay Pro 203. But one thing for sure, I don't want any girly colors on it and I don't want it shiny. <laughs> it has got to be in camo Optifade. <laughs> got to be in camo. Got to be. <laughs> so you have no desire to have a shiny boat whatsoever, do you? I don't want to say whatsoever. Um, you know, if one of them was camo and one of them was shiny, then I would be totally fine with that. But no, I just, I love, I love the camo look. Um, I am not your average girly girl. You can ask any of my friends or family. Everything that I own is, is camo or, you know, is earth tone colors is, you know, the olive drive green and the, you know, flat dark earth and brown and tan. That's what all of my stuff is. So, you know, I said, you know, my boat has to be that way too. Plus a camo boat would look pretty great behind my, yeah, green Silverado. Well, I was going to say too, isn't the inside of your truck all camo too, Sophie? Yes, it is actually. I get sponsored by um, a seat cover company, Sportsman's Camo Seat Covers. They're out of Ecru, Mississippi, family owned and operated. They're great. Um, they have been in the, my last two vehicles. I've had them and they are absolutely awesome, but it's funny. I have people get in my car and they're like, wow, I feel like I'm stepping into, you know, into the forest right now. And I'm like, well, you, you pretty much are. <laughs> you need to get a sticker on it that says, welcome to the blind. <laughs> oh, I do need one of those. That would look great. <laughs> That's a really good idea. Would, would, go with the, would go with the theme very, very well. Right. <laughs> No doubt about it. Well, listen, guys, we've, we've went a little bit over on time here, but I've had a great time chatting with you both. Of course, you know, Sophie, we get on the telephone and <laughs> I, we I talk for you, hours. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jason, you may have a hard time keeping me on for 20 or 30 minutes. We have a hard time yeah. <laughs> getting off. I mean, having this young lady out there. And by the way, guys, um, should I tell this story, Sophie, about our families? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's pretty, it's a good one. I think everybody should know about it. So, you know, um, I, I will throw this out there. Jason, you may edit it out of the podcast. But, <laughs> um, so for a while now, since Jason's been in our marketing department, he's been after me to get on our team, a young lady, you know, that, that will appeal to the, uh, you know, younger generation X and Y or, or Y and millennials more, yeah. you know. And uh, I'd been telling him all along, you know what, buddy? Uh, people see right through that stuff. We don't need to do it to exploit anybody. And that's not what he was about, you know, to take up for you, uh, Jason. Yeah. Um, I said, but if we do this, we've got to find somebody that's the real deal. Yeah. So at one point during duck season, I was out filming, actually working on a video that we're about to launch on our social media and our YouTube channel uh, with the new F4 Pro Hall series. Got to get that plug in there. Yeah. And Jason, <laughs> Got this girl, Sophie. She's got like over 150,000. Don't know exactly how many, but it's a ton of followers on Instagram. And I've vetted her, and she's the real deal. She really hunts. She really fishes. You need to take a look at her. And I think I found the one. And so I'm like, well, you know, man, we got ducks working right now. I ain't got time to look at this. Just wait. <laughs> Send me an email, and when I get home Monday, I'll take a look at it. So uh, I show, I get home and that Monday, I get on the computer in my office after I get done at the kennels and I open up the email and here's this introductory email, you know, introducing the two of us. And I see the last name Swaney. And he's told me that Sophie lives in North Carolina. And uh, so I didn't think anything about that last name until I see it. And I see that this person has a Memphis area code phone number. And I immediately 
uh, go to my Facebook and look for my, my buddy and cousin, Randall Swaney, who has four daughters, I know. And sure enough, I look and it's like, wow, my grandfather and Sophie's grandmother were brother and sister. My mom and her dad, Randall, are first cousins. And I couldn't, you know, Sophie's 23. My oldest daughter's 23. I believe they've played together on a couple occasions at family reunions years and years ago at Waldoxie State Park down mm -hmm. in Mississippi. So I immediately knew that, uh, hey, this is meant to be. We definitely have to get this young lady. She is the real deal. And uh, what was Dave Reynolds' response there at, my buddy Jason, when you told him, oh man, he he he, they were all questioning it at first. I because that's my thing. I was trying to push it because that's the thing is with millennials is you know we got to keep the hunting going, we got to keep the tradition going because things are dropping, they're declining, and but there's a lot of girls that hunt. The thing though that you touched base on, Jay Paul, though, is there's a lot of fakes. You know, they're holding a gun on Instagram, and it's like let's see a video of you cleaning a deer. You know, and I think that's the thing I sent to Glenn was like, he's like, prove it. And it's like, here, you know, here's some videos of Sophie cutting, cleaning the deer perfectly, exactly how you should. It doesn't look fake. It's she's the real deal, you know, and <laughs> Dave Reynolds was just kind of like, okay, you know, let's, <laughs> let's step back for a second here. Let's take a look for sure. And once he looked at it, he's like, okay, sign her up, get her on. Let's get it. <laughs> Yeah. And Dave's comment to me was he called me up and he says, damn it, boy, are you all related down there in Tennessee and Mississippi? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. Pretty much. Oh, Pretty that much. was, uh, that was definitely one of the ones uh, <laughs> Teddy said. He's like, man, just everyone down there, you know, they're all family. <laughs> well, we're not. It's just a perfect coincidence and probably God's will uh, for that matter, because we couldn't be more excited about, you know, having, uh, this union come together between Excel, Mud Buddy, On the X, and, and you, Sophie. I think it's really been a, a great deal for us. And man, I'm looking so forward to working with you. I know Jason is too. We've got a lot of cool things planned for those of you out there that follow us regularly. Uh, check her out on Instagram. It's at Sophie Sweeney, S O P H I E S W A N E Y. And uh, be sure and follow her. Um, you can also get me find some posts over on my page at J Paul Jackson, J P A U L J C K S O N. Um, and please come follow us and, uh, be watching. We've got some really cool stuff in plan. Some of it I can't tell you about, but we're going to have some pretty big reveals, um, over the next few months. And by the way, speaking of big reveals, the, uh, we normally air this podcast on Tuesday morning. We're coming to you this week on a Monday because tomorrow we're going to be starting out on our journey to complete our epic, excellent boat giveaway. We've got our Excel Pro Hull with a Mud Buddy 37 EFI on it and some other cool stuff from some of our, pack, our partners in our grand prize package. And here's the way it's going to work. We've already drawn the winner as Sophie announced last week it closed at midnight last Thursday night the 15th uh, we had a very random drawing seen a lot of you know comments on social media I guess yeah. there are always going to be haters where there's a keyboard you can hide behind and always man the, the troll always. Mm. 
Yeah, but it was totally random. I assure you, it was as random as it could be. And, and this is the information age, even though you didn't have to put your address on the entry, that wasn't part of it. Uh, in short order, after we had the winners, because we've got a grand prize winners, and then we've got our four runners up, we're giving away a total of five prize packs. Um, we managed to procure some addresses, both work and home for our grand prize winner. And so next Tuesday morning, be sure and follow us uh, tomorrow, that is, on our Facebook, either the Excel Boats page or the Med Buddy page. We're going to be doing a number of live updates, starting in the factory when I pick up the boat and then following me along my journey across the country uh, sometime. And I'm not saying it's going to be Tuesday because we had entrance from all over the United States. All over, Canada. all over. And it doesn't matter where you're at. You weren't pulled out of it if the winter was from Alaska then I'll be driving to Alaska starting oh, out. Oh, man, we had entries from Germany, from all over. So <laughs> I can't tell you, it wasn't an international winner. I think it's safe to yeah, say. Yeah, I was going to say, you're going to have to drive that. that. Luckily, luckily. And again, it was a random draw. So I don't know what we'd have done if it had been. But somebody in the United States or Canada won this boat. I'm going to be delivering it personally. You can follow that journey starting tomorrow morning on our Facebook pages and uh, should have a pretty exciting climax when we finally reach our destination and surprise the lucky winner. And notice I didn't say it was a he or a her because we had plenty of young ladies that uh, entered this also, but we're gonna be delivering it starting out tomorrow morning. So follow us on that journey. Well guys, it's time for us to wrap us up. Uh, Sophie, being the lady here, I'm going to give you the first parting shot. Give us your final thoughts today before we close this out. Well, y'all, thank you so much again for having me on. It has been so great getting to talk with y'all. I want to say I am just so excited to be working with y'all and working with such a great company. And I am so excited for what the future holds and have very, very high hopes. And I hope everybody stays tuned because I know everybody else is going to love watching what we are going to be doing in the next, you know, in the future, basically. Definitely. All right, how about you, Jason? What you got for me? Parting shot for me is, guys, please make sure to follow us on social media, Jay Paul and Sophie, because they're going to be coming out with some amazing things that I wish I could actually just say right now because I'm super excited about it, but I can't. Jay Paul would beat me up, but um, really, <laughs> I am super excited to see what's coming up. And you know, make sure, like I said before, go and follow them on social media. Um, and, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And guys, on my behalf, I'd like to thank both of you, Jason, you for filling in today. I think we're probably going to have you on here a lot more regular in the future. Um, Sophie, honey, it was a pleasure to have you here today. Can't wait to have you back soon with us also. Probably going to be tapping you to do a little bit of guest hosting duties with me over the next few weeks. My buddy Rocky's got a very full schedule. Uh, like Jason said, follow me, follow Sophie. Also, don't forget our other newest member, of our team, uh, Jeff Coates, Pitboss yep. Waterfowl. Jeff's going to be doing some really, really cool reveals. And for me, my parting shot is this. You know, we're doing a whole lot in giveaways over the next few months. We've got a couple more. Uh, a deal coming up that I think is going to be just as exciting as our excellent epic giveaway. And uh, just, man, remember, we do this stuff because we truly enjoy what we do. We're blessed. Uh, you know, somebody's giving you something don't hate on it you know yeah. yesterday when i announced that i'd be doing this um on um 
Facebook on our Excel Boats page. A lot of people are going, well, how'd you get the address? That wasn't part of it. Guys, <laughs> it's 2018, okay? You can't hide if you're on the internet. Finding, <laughs> finding these winners, their addresses, vetting them out, it was a breeze. There was nothing to it. I've got both the home and in, in a couple of cases, they, they're not at jobs, but for all these winners, we've got their addresses on there. We didn't do anything clandestine. We're not part hooked up to the NSA. <laughs> you know, there's no huge conspiracy theory here. Look, if it's you it's amazing because it, it's, it's so easy to find someone. You just Google, you yeah. know. <laughs> it, it's a yeah. and, and people go, oh, well, my stuff's private. I don't list it on Facebook. How would you know even the town I live in? Well, let me tell you the way Facebook's set up, guys. <laughs> got your town listed on your homepage. Everything else may be private, but they're going to show that because if they didn't, how would somebody figure out that you're the John Smith that they're looking for when there are a hundred John Smiths and they're looking for John Smith in Podunk, Iowa. Okay. Yeah. It's going to show your town on there. I had a guy from Davenport, <laughs> Iowa this morning that made a post. Oh, well, you can't find me. Uh, within five minutes, I knew not only where he lived, but where he worked and what he did. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, it, anyway, it was all, it was all, totally legit straight up and uh you know uh it's the information age so it's easy and that's all that i've got to say about that nope. and amen buddy well anyway <laughs> on behalf of my buddy at mud buddy jason croxford our newest pro staff member miss sophie swaney i'm jay paul jackson thanking you for taking the time to join us on this edition of the excel boats on the x podcast powered by mud buddy Motors.